This is Dre Day Audio, back at y'all with another podcast, and today I just wanted to unpack some things that I haven't really discussed a whole lot on my social media. First of all, this the baby situation, okay, it was it was fun at first. Now it's annoying. First of all, what the baby said was offensive. No matter how you feel, no matter what you heard, how you heard, it was offensive, okay? There are people with HIV AIDS, people with cancer, people with diabetes, lupus, you know what I'm saying? So much is going on in this world in terms of health. You have people with COVID. You have people with all kinds of things, STDs. But you forgot one thing. They are human, okay? When you group together people, you know what I'm saying, according to STDs and life-altering, you know what I'm saying, situations, and you say things like, um, put your phone in the air if you're, you know what I'm saying, if you ain't suck a dick in the pocket lot, and I'm like, what does that have to do with the music? Like, the point of what I was just trying to say was, you have to be very aware of your audience when you open up your mouth. Okay? I find that this generation, my generation, glorifies being ignorant and mean. Social media, oh God, social media is just, it's just a tool. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the Social media is not the devil. We are the devils on the social media platforms because no one asks us to express, you know what I'm saying, hatred. We do that on our own. When you log into Facebook, okay, that little bar that you upload a status or a photo or a video or whatever into, it says, what's on your mind? You know what I'm saying? That's pretty broad. But at the same breath, it doesn't say, what's on your mind that is rooted in hatred, bigotry, uh, misogyny, racism, homophobia, transphobia, you know what I'm saying? Though that is the space where you should be able to express how you feel. You may have or feel you have freedom of speech, but you are not free of consequences for what you say. Come on. When you were in school and something was said that was offensive, you were reprimanded, or removed from the classroom. Were you not? I was just telling someone yesterday. We went from these small classrooms in these schools. We were taught and learned. Even taught others. Now the classroom is the world. We were still learning and being taught. Now the baby. I didn't think I would say this, but I don't think he should be canceled because there are people that, unfortunately, are comfortable and committed to being ignorant. 
But he's not the only one. He's just the one as of late that has really, really rocked the world with ignorance, especially in his status of the industry. You got to wonder, like, how many people really have that mindset? And then we, the gays, listen to their music. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know who in your audience has what. So to completely disrespect, humiliate, and isolate them, and then to come out and to double down on your ignorance and say, my fans don't have AIDS. How do you know? There could be someone right now in the hospital fighting for their life that's probably listening to your music. Just let that sink in. And then to hear what you said, that would hurt anybody. And you don't even care. Because you couldn't wait to jump on social media and say, unbothered. Like, God forbid any one of your children becomes gay and catches anything that you mentioned or gets caught doing anything that you mentioned. Oh, you'd be humble. Oh, you'd be humble. And it's it's really disgusting to know that as much as people like my old boss love to feel like, oh, the world is getting easier for gays. And your straight mind may be, but no. Society seems to feel that the greatest sin of all is homosexuality. And I'm just like, okay, so hell is just full of gay people? Okay, moving on. Um, when it comes down to coming out of the closet, coming out of the closet is not for everyone. Coming out of the closet is literally ripping a mask off of yourself. It is nothing but pure bravery. Nothing but pure bravery because you're literally chancing being disowned. You're chancing being removed from people's lives, friend-wise. You've got coworkers that may talk and snicker, create situations that never happen. Such as, well, I always wonder why he was so nice to me. Now I know why. But that may not have even been anything. That may have just been an innocent, platonic friendship. It wasn't what you wanted it to be. And I'll be the first to tell you, a lot of straight men have egos that are much larger than their penises. I'm going to just say it. Their pride, their ego, arrogance are so much greater than their performance in the bedroom. Hun, girls talk. Let's go there. Girls talk. So before you think that because I am gay, that I want every dick in the room, understand one thing about me. I have standards. Okay? Let that sink in. It does not matter how you feel a gay person is going to feel about you. 
that gay person has experiences that you know nothing about. That gay person may have been raped, molested, abused, and may not even like to have sex. While you're up here thinking, oh, he could try to grab my dick. What dick, sis? The problem with straight men, heterosexual men, is they cannot wait. Excuse me, let me back that up because it's not all. Most cannot wait to extend their masculine energy where it's really not even asked for. Like they walk into a room, poking their chest out, nothing but unnecessary bravado, loudness, arrogance, and just overall, in my opinion, insecurity. Because why does the whole world need to know that you're straight? Why does the whole world need to know that you have sex with women? I mean, gay people don't walk into a room and just scream, I like dick. I'm getting some dick. Who who, who in here has a dick for me? We don't do all that. Now, some do, unfortunately. But to say that all gay men want to be women and that we just can't wait to turn men out and all this ignorance I see on these comments is just hilarious to me because... The same men up here crying about, mm, don't touch me to come over here with that gay shit. 65 to 70% of them have been caught up before. It may not have been exposed, but they've been in a few uh, inboxes. And like I told you a few minutes ago, the girls talk. Okay? Yes, they compare DMs, they compare screenshots, even compare your nudes. Because for some reason, y'all love to send people the same nudes. What's that about? Because, okay, these dicks sitting on the sink pictures, getting a little old. It's giving very much 2018. We need to work on your angles before you talk about gay people. Work on your angles. Okay? Another huge irritation of mine. I cannot stand. I can't. For the life of me stand when a gay person and a straight person have a friendship and the whole world has to decipher and break down their friendship so that it makes sense to them. They have to make it a homoerotic situation. Gay men and straight men can be friends without touching each other in the bedroom or in the car, whichever you see it. And it doesn't have to be a intimate friendship. It could just be like bros. Maybe they don't hang out. Maybe they just talk on the phone and text. Maybe he only feels comfortable talking to a straight man. Maybe that straight man only feels comfortable talking to a gay man. You know, most times, most men don't feel comfortable expressing their feelings and emotions to their girlfriends or wives because they're afraid of judgment. Okay? That gay man may not feel comfortable talking to other gays because, hey, unfortunately, your biggest homophobes, biggest homophobes, really ain't even in the straight community, in the gay community. You have a lot of hatred in the gay community. A lot of gay people hate being gay, so they hate other gays. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even talking about the DL guys. They're in their own category. We can talk about them. But a lot of gay men really do hate each other. 
They do. It's always um, a jealous factor, a a competition, a who can pull the most tops, who can pull the most bottoms, who can do the most this, who can do the most that, who can get the most clicks and views on an ass pick, who can start their OnlyFans and get they shit off the ground, who can suck the most dicks in a weekend. It's always a a competition who can pull the most eyes in a room who has the fattest ass who has the biggest dick who has the biggest muscles who has the biggest following like who gets shouted out by the most celebrities it's always a one-upping situation but my problem is gays like me ain't trying to win shit we just want to exist that's all the enemy is not each other and that's what I'm that's what I stand on. The enemy is not each other. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just we look to be defended and protected always. But there's this divide in the gay community. You got men that don't like fat, men that don't like femme, um bottoms that like masculine tops. Tops that only like masculine bottoms. You got <laughs> the versatiles get no love, but you just, it's just always a divide. Light skin, brown skin, dark skin, um, HIV positive, HIV negative. Are you on prep? Do you have herpes? Do you have gonorrhea? Do you have chlamydia? Are you a bug chaser? Are you a chubby chaser? Do you do bathhouses? It's 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 so much divide. It's, 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 it's sickening because I just want to be gay. That's all. I just want to be gay. I want to be black. I want to be proud. I want to be defended when I'm talked about in rooms that I'm not in. I want to be supported and uplifted. That's why even if I don't talk to you, I'm rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? If you post some ratchet shit on social media, I'm talking about you. But what I'm saying is I am all about pushing each other when the rest of the world wants you to sit down. Even if I disagree with what you're wearing, what you're saying, what you're doing, as long as you are not hurting yourself, me or others, do that shit. But don't do it for free. Don't do anything that you do in life for free. You are valuable. That's why you're here. That's why you woke up. Stop letting social media, celebrities, things that don't really matter tell you your worth. It does not matter if you're gay, bi, lesbian, trans, any of these things, non-binary, any of these things. Understand that you're a soul before you're a flesh. So whatever you put into your soul is who you are. So if you constantly consume negativity, you're going to be a negative-ass person. If you constantly consume um, just overall hatred, ignorance, bigotry, then that's what you are. These celebrities have their money But they also have one thing that you can't see. They have demons too. They get unhappy. They get depressed. I 
am privy to being around people that look like they have it all together. Baby, they more fucked up than you know. I've dealt with people that wear the finest of suits, drive nice cars, credit score fucked up, drinking problem, hypersexual, never happy, never satisfied. But when you go on their gram, oh, they're eating at fine dining restaurants, they're driving nice cars, rentals, they're partying with people that I may never sit in a room with. And that's why I'm humble because as beautiful as it would be to have brunch with Beyonce, to have dinner with Cardi B, to eat with Vin Diesel, to maybe have a blunt with Mary J. Blige, that is not my journey. That's not what I'm here to do. If I'm meant to do it, I will. If it's in, you know, in the plan. But what I'm saying is, I don't worship that anymore. I'm not looking to get up there and two-step with Sierra. I don't worship that. We have to deprogram from seeing celebrities with bags, money, cars. Because get this, it's smoking mirrors. A lot of celebrities are not living like they look that, like they're living. It's called illusion. It's called image. I can take a picture and look skinny. I can take a picture and look fat. It's all how the camera's angled. I can take a picture and look rich. I can take a picture and look broke. Image. A lot of celebrities have done things that they're probably not proud of to get where they're at. They won't tell you that because they want you to believe that they're living this lifestyle that is so grand. And some think because they're living a lifestyle like they're living that they're better than you. When we're all literally one paycheck from homelessness. Okay? That's why it's gratitude that most celebrities should be pushing. Gratitude. Being grateful for the blessings. Taking your blessings and blessing others. Not taking your blessing and beating people with it. Telling them that they're broke. Telling them that they're useless. They have nothing. That that you just live a life that is so above theirs. But get this. It's our money that they're consuming. It's us that's buying. Us that's purchasing. Us that's promoting. Us that's selling. It's our money buying these tickets for them to come to the club for 10 minutes. It's us that's purchasing these tired-ass albums that sound like everything else on the market. Hell, half these albums sound like albums that came out 50 years ago. I mean, y'all sample down when y'all get in the studio. See me, I hear a song, and I'll go back, and I'll be like, uh, why does shit sound like a Dionne Warwick song? Or why does song sound like it's sampled from a Diana Ross album? Like, why do y'all... It's like originality is dying. Being original, having a complete, you know, maybe a complete journal or diary with your own words, your own lyrics, your own feelings and emotions. I respect songwriters. Why? Because you took words and made art, expression, even if it isn't your pain, it's somebody's journey. 
It's somebody else's pain, stress, frustration, love life, passion. My thing also with a lot of the music that we listen to, besides the trash lyrics, is a lot of the music is not healthy. What I mean by healthy is certain songs carry certain frequencies. They make you feel certain ways. Some songs can be dark. Some songs can be happy confusing hell some songs make you violent and angry and if you don't believe in what i'm saying listen to a song by an artist that you know music is sad it's gonna make you sad listen to knuck if you buck in the club with alcohol and you'll see damn near everybody's ready to fight each other but y'all don't believe in that so i'm gonna just skip on past that part moving on I love music. Music is an escape for me. Music was something that I was attracted to because as a child, I stayed on punishment. My my TV was always on lockdown. So I gravitated towards something else that would stimulate my senses, which is music. I had a radio. I had two radios. And even if I wasn't listening to the radios and my TV wasn't on lockdown, I would watch music videos. I would spend more time listening to, and I'm going to make y'all feel old, Mariah Carey, um, Loverboy, 2001-2002 era. That was one of my favorite songs because even though I couldn't understand the lyrics very well, I love how the music sounded. It made me feel good. It made me feel happy. Music nowadays... It's just so, even the even the happy songs sound sad. I listen to the lyrics, and I'm like, the song, the lyrics are happy as hell, but the beat is depressing. Like, some songs are upbeat and sad. It's like, why is all these songs so sad and angering? And I ain't going front. Another issue I have with music. <laughs> I'm finna go there. I got a problem with how trashy and nasty. The, it's days where I don't want to hear artists like Meg Thee Stallion. I don't want to hear it. I don't. And I'm only 26 years old. And there are days where I don't have, I'm not in the mood to hear, um, artists like her i don't want to hear the shit i want to hear something happy or something something that's not gonna make me want to twerk i want to hear something else something that's gonna make me think something deep something about love something about building a future generational wealth being happy not all this shake your ass hands on my knees shake your ass that shit gets old it do and it influences the children where everybody's crying about the homosexual agenda you're not even focusing on the fact that a lot of music talking about drugs, killing, is targeting the youth. That's why all this shit is on TikTok. That's what most kids are on TikTok. It's like y'all make y'all kids privy to adult situations like violence, cursing, drinking, smoking. But whether you realize it or not, homosexuality does not breed 
homosexuals all the time. Some kids were raised with gay people in the household and they ended up liking opposite sex. My parents are straight. I'm gay. Okay. I grew up around people that had two moms. They're straight. So seeing two same-sex people kissing and having sex, that does not influence your child to be gay. Maybe it wakes up their eyes to what sex is. But it does not force nor influence a child to go and become a homosexual because they saw it. If that was the case, why aren't I straight? Why don't I like women? Why don't most gay people not like women sexually? Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Not all gay, not all gay people were molested or abused either. Get that out of your mind. That's ignorant as hell. A lot of straight people were molested as well, and they still chose to like opposite sex, and they may have been molested by the opposite sex. But y'all don't think about it like that. Y'all think, oh, because a boy got touched by a man, he gonna like men. Not necessarily. It's just that 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 mindset. People are so committed to being ignorant. And that's why I tell people that are close to me, sometimes you got to just let people sink in their mindset because they're comfortable with it. Their mindset is normal to them because it's what they believe. You know what I'm saying? I tell people all the time, I'm not going to sit up here and preach about God to an atheist no more than I'm going to preach about homosexuality to a pastor. That's your mind. That's how you feel. And you're entitled to it. Freedom of speech is being altered by the internet and the shit they're doing. But at the end of the day, you do have freedom of your mind. That is where you can roam freely. Maybe you should watch how you word things when you verbalize them. But you can have whatever view you have and interest you have. A lot of straight men are actually more comfortable dating transgender women. But because of how society treats transgender women and straight men in terms of sexuality, they are never going to be comfortable enough to come forth and express their preference. So they date cisgender women. That's what they prefer to date in public. And as sickening as that sounds, that's what society deems as normal for a man to date women. It's like society tells you what you like. That's not okay. And I can't stand the fact that my black brothers, my white brothers, my Asian brothers, my Indian brothers, they fall in love with transgender women. They fall deeply and they feel a comfort, a love, compassion that they've never felt before. But they keep it a secret. Gay men too. It's a lot of gay men that are dating women, marrying women, having children that have or may be dating and falling in love with men. But they keep it a secret because of how society treats them. But then you sit on the internet and you say, what? Why don't y'all just come out with it? They can't because look at how you treat the ones that are. Why would they come out? It's unfortunate. And I'm never going to stand by and say it's okay for men to live a life on the DL. Living your life 
in a secret, hurting somebody because you're not comfortable with yourself, pisses me off. I understand. I get it, but I'm not okay with it. Because when women and men mate and have children, they form a union, whether they're married or not. There's a union there. That's how that child was created. You united somewhere and created life. Did you or did you not? And then you sit here and you get on these apps. You go on these hookups. Some have unprotected sex with other men and then come right back home to their wives or girlfriends. Or they have sex with other women behind their partner's back and then come right back home to their boyfriends, husbands, or wives and girlfriends. It's like, what happened to preaching and singing and rapping about monogamy? Safe sex. Left our world calling over her, um, on her body. And that was something that I felt we need more of now anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot going on in the world. But I can't, I can't get with that, that, that DL lifestyle. I, I, I don't respect it. I understand it, but I do not respect it in any way, shape, or form because why should she suffer? Why should he suffer? Because of society, comfort, how the world is going to view them, how they view themselves. And let's face it, a lot of people do care what other people think. They say they don't give a shit, but they do. Because if they didn't care what society thought, people would be way more free in how they express themselves. I work with someone. She is, she's different. Her mouth, because this, this part of the podcast, I definitely want to talk about self-control because this is why it's very important. She has a way of saying things. She may or may not mean harm. I don't know her outside of the job, but the way that she says things is very insulting. And if you listen to what she's saying, there's always a microaggressive tone with her. We've had two situations and both situations. I felt disrespected. I did, but I kept my composure. I said something really sharp, witty and rude. And I turned away and dismissed the conversation. Another coworker of mine wanted to be Captain Hero, had a conversation with her, in which she went and told, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop races because I don't have time for that. She went and told someone that he threatened her. Now, the irony of him coming to me telling me, yes, she said that I threatened her. I said to myself, that was almost me. Because I could have reacted in an aggressive way being who I am and what I am. And that that would have been my image being tarnished by one, a lie, and two, another co-worker. And you know co-workers talk. <laughs> like my, uh, my manager likes to call it. We all partake in break room gossip. We all do. Let's not even play that game. We love a tea session. We love us a good tea session. Even if the tea... 
It's tap water. We we sip anyway. We get that fluoride. <laughs> but to wrap up, I really need, I really need people to meditate more, pray harder, burn more candles, incense, hug, love, carry crystals. Because what I've been hearing for years is that the war going on right now is spiritual. You got families, friends turning on each other because they aren't getting the vaccine. That's so scary. People have their own beliefs on medicine. People have their own beliefs on vaccinations. People have their own beliefs on COVID. And everybody's entitled to just that. Their own beliefs. And if the vaccine works for you, I'm glad. You know, but if you're like me and you don't want to get the vaccine because of personal beliefs, reasons and research, then that should be okay too. You shouldn't be shunned, excommunicated, disowned and even homeless because of your freedom of choice. Granted, there are some restrictions that come with not being vaccinated, but there are restrictions that come with being vaccinated. Do your research. I'm not talking about it on my podcast. (laughs) So, yeah. At the end of the day, spread love. There's enough hate on the TV. There's enough hate in the world. Spread more love. Hug more. Say I love you. Say I apologize. Hold yourselves accountable. When you're in arguments with people, take a step back. Reevaluate. Am I angry? If I am, why? What can I do to lessen my anger? Because at the end of the day, anger just drives my blood pressure up when this conversation concedes and I'm just going to be the one looking dumb. Because this person may not have a care in the world. And I'm just going off. That's why I say leave people to sink sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can be toxic too. Maybe you don't hear that enough. Maybe the whole world victimizes you. (laughs) But you could be toxic too. Don't forget that. (laughs) That concludes this podcast. Thank you for listening.